Hey everybody, welcome to West New York Brews. My name is Scott. I am a homebrewer just outside of Buffalo, New York. And on this episode, we are talking about Beer Week. Well, right smack dab in the middle of Buffalo Beer Week right now, 2019. I am joined by What The Hops, that's Brian and Savannah, and Brian from Buffalo Beer Reviews on YouTube. We are at the Brewers shuffleboard tournament to start beer week it's every beer week the night before beer week the brewers get together in a private party up at at big ditch and have a shuffleboard tournament and it's been previously won multiple years in a row by 42 north but as you'll hear towards the end of this episode 42 north was dethroned this year so you can also find a version of this podcast on the what the hops podcast and we both took the same uh, recording and then edited it separately. So his edits, Brian's edits are different than my edits. So you hear various different parts of the conversation um, throughout the evening. We sat down with probably a dozen or so different people over the course of three hours at Big Ditch, including to start uh, Brian, Savannah, myself, Jeff, and Willard Brooks, former president of the Buffalo Niagara Brewers Association, who still helps out with uh, Beer Week. We have brewers from 42 North, from 12 Gates, from Thin Man by way of Sato, uh, obviously with, with Drew. And the evening ends with with Matt Kahn from Big Ditch sitting down. So at some points, it's going to be difficult to understand who's talking, but, but uh, I'm pretty sure everyone does introduce themselves at some point throughout this. And it makes me want to go talk to some of these people uh, individually, because I've had uh, many of the people on the podcast before, uh, but it's hard to follow with so many people. But still, a great conversation, a wonderful evening. I hope to see you at one of the Buffalo Beer Week events. Thank you for listening. Brian and Savannah on location at Big Ditch Brewing Company for the opening of Buffalo Beer Week for the uh, annual Brewers Shuffleboard Tournament. And we are here with Scott from Western New York Brews. Hi, I am here <laughs> with Brian and Savannah from What the Hops. It's, it's, uh, it's been a uh, work in progress, but we finally made it happen. That's right. So we got a lot to talk about tonight. It looks like West Shore and Big Ditch are stepping up to the shuffleboard table. Oh, and it looks like right West now. Shore showed up a little bit late to the party. Ah, West here. Shore is here. Well, Josh, Josh is always fashionably late. Yeah, this is, to see you out. So this is technically, what, the 10th year? Or this would it be the, the 11th? Nope, this is the 10th. The 10th year. 2010 was the first beer week. No. Yes. Yes. 2010 was one. So this is the 10th beer week. Not necessarily the 10th anniversary. Got it. Because last year they brewed the 10th anniversary beer. I don't know. That was the Classes in Session beer. The Classes in Session beer was last year. The the collaboration beer. And this year we have a a celebration beer. Which is that uh, Buffalo IPA. Which is a Buffalo IPA. And hopefully we'll get Josh to talk about that when when we get a chance. Yeah, because you have a few breweries brewing that, right? Um, Who who had hands in that beer? I know. Nine breweries. I know Rusty Nickel brewed it. Yep. Um, West Shore. West Shore, off the top of my head, 12 Gates, 42 North. Are you keeping track? Trying to. We're at four right now. 12 Gates, 42 North, West Shore, Rusty Nickel. New York Beer Project, Prosper. Uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think if I saw oh, anybody uh, else. Uh, Big Ditch. Do we say Big Ditch? Big Ditch has one? Okay. So Big, Big Ditch, Ditch has one. Their, their 100% New York State follows that same recipe. 
Okay. Uh, flying by is in four mile. Ah, four mile. Uh, who did we miss? I want to make sure. Us. We're at I nine. I can't say so. I've ever been to the brewery, but I've had oh, stuff before. So, so, yeah, we hit them all. Okay. If you haven't been out to Four Mile, they have the coolest uh, growler filler uh, where they close it off and then they fill it with CO2 and then it fills and then they, uh, they release the CO2 and cap it. Oh, so it's like a legit, like, okay, yeah, it's, this it's isn't a, going to go bad. It's, a counter pressure, no oxygen filling system. It's like Ghostbusters where they put the trap in and then they clear it. So that's going to be just as good as getting a crawler then. Because yeah. I mean, now crawlers are all the rage and everything else, which personally, like, you know, I love them. I, I'm, I can't find myself ever actually buying a, a growler ever again unless I'm like forced to. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody's forcing you to buy that growler. <laughs> well, like, I mean, like, so if you go to other half, they don't have a crawler machine. It's just street growlers, and they have to they make you buy them right. out there. So it is what it is. This but. was a debate this week, actually, on Instagram, that growlers are kind of phased out at this point. You know, are people really doing that many growler fills anymore? And to be honest, for, like, the casual, I mean, it's for the casual drinker, no. I mean, they, they, most casual drinkers, not again, not the people listening to this podcast, uh, don't know what growlers are. Right, we are professional <laughs> drinkers. <laughs> well, the thing but is, too, though. Said, even then, you know, you want to Especially if you you have kids and you're restricted to how many times you can really go out in a month. Um, You want your bang for your buck. So you're getting flights and you're getting tasters and you're not coming in and getting a growler and going home unless, you know, um, you're a serious beer drinker. Well, it's also the Again, glass, the glass issue too, though. Yeah. That's that's the main thing. And now nowadays too, they, I mean, there's plenty of growlers out there that aren't glass that you can buy for pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, hell, there's carbonated. Like, I mean, there's 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 growlers out there with like pressure systems attached to them and everything else. So and like, if you're really worried about your beer going bad in it. You can just invest a little bit more money in your growler. You don't have to worry about that ever again. But I'd say 90% of the breweries out there that are filling growlers have just a simple, they they pump a shot of CO2 and cap it off and call it a day. So if you don't drink that beer in a week, you're getting less than less than great beer. Big Ditch is a good um, a good place to kind of figure out who's what they're selling more of because they were they they were like just straight growlers up until maybe about last year, maybe like 8 months ago maybe. Really? And then they started selling growlers. So I wonder if they're selling more crawlers now instead of growlers or vice versa, you know? Like, I wonder what the what the real difference is and if that's made made a difference on their to-go sales of that, of beer like, like that. Question is, is there somebody here we can ask that question of? I don't know. Um, I'm sure there's probably about <laughs> 25 people right? that are in front of us right now that can ask that question to. To recap, I think there's, what, 13 breweries here? Right now? Well, yeah, here, um, if, we, if we go through the, the and, who's who right here. Yeah, and, and uh, most of them, at least one brewer is here representing. And 
Look who just walked in. <laughs> Hi, Brian. How are you? That's not normal. Where am I sitting? Technically, tomorrow is the kickoff. Starts the right? 13th. 13th through the 22nd. This is the pre the pre party. This is the pre party. Tomorrow is the opening gala at Flying Bison. Right. Are you gonna be present? I will. I will hopefully be present. Rest in rest in peace. The opening uh, gala is at Adam Miscavige. I pour one on this rug here. I know, right? That was nice. That was a fun night. That might have been the night we met. It was magical. You know, I could be making pierogi for all these beer drinkers right now, but <laughs> no. Would you want to be though? Let's be. I really be enjoyed doing it. I that, did. That night, I did sound for gravy and for the steam donkeys, and that's the reason I bought this mixing board. <laughs> was I need to upgrade my system and if I ever do anything like this again I want to do an iPad one. <laughs> Dedication. So, so we were having this discussion on what you want to be called like what your uh, online moniker is. So now is it 716 Beer Reviews or is it Buffalo Beer Reviews? It's Buffalo Beer Reviews. Uh, I believe there was a, a character limit when I signed up for Twitter. <laughs> So I had to abbreviate the Buffalo to 716, and that was that. So 716 Beer, beer Reviews. Beer Reviews, but, but 716 Twitter. Beer Reviews, who's that? That's 716 Brew Views Brew is my views. friend Jeff Lalonde. And that's your friend. He's not related yes. to you. And I, I he's actually, uh, he's not, uh, but he's also a nurse that worked in the open heart unit with me at the time. Did you guys talk about this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was a home brewer first, and right? then he kind of got me into the home brewing um, sort of equipment and um, talking shop and some of the books. And then I had, I was uh, super green and wet behind the ears with the, with the reviews. And he wanted to do more of like um, a text sort of blog, okay. if you will. So then uh, I was a little uh, encouragement for him to get into the, the blogging. That's awesome. Yeah. That's I met him. He's super, super nice guy. Yeah. Knowledgeable. Still learning the Buffalo beer scene, though. Yes. For sure. Uh, and and uh, I've been guilty of having, I think, some of my own brewery jags that I like to go to. Like, okay. I only live right around the corner from the beer project. Yeah. So I seem to go to them a lot. And I don't live so close to Hamburg Brewing, yeah, unfortunately. You come down. I live right next to Hamburg Brewing. Do you brewing. know what I mean? So... And that, that, I'm exactly the same way. Like, beginning of the year, I was like, said, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to go down more Southtown breweries. Guess what? You know how many times I've been to Southtown breweries <laughs> this past Minus year? Rusty Nickel. I mean, I work two minutes away from like Rusty Nickel. All right. um, I've been down to 42 North a bunch of times this year. I still haven't been to Hamburg, though. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful, though. I've, you know, I've yeah. been there a handful of times. Um, I mean, I've been, I've been to Hamburg, yeah. but this past year, though, like, it's just not, like... I came to Buffalo in 96 for college, and I've been to East Aurora. Wait, where Grand, are you originally from? Watertown. Okay. Uh, I've been to East Aurora a grand total of zero times <laughs> since you got to get been out there, man. In Buffalo. Like, dude, you would actually be in heaven there with, with uh, watching what you're interested in and everything else on Twitter and everything, man. Like, between 42 North, 
I mean, Barville, you, that, yeah. you, you just you got to do. Pump there too, correct? Uh, well, yeah. Um, Griffin, Griffin, yeah. Griffin opened up a location down there. Oh, okay. I see. And uh, you have Aurora, Brew, so you have Aurora Brewers too. So yeah. I mean, like, you could go there. I mean, the amount of beers you that you could buy and everything else. Like, barbell, so you don't even have to deal with Barbell. Yeah, they it's great. Right. Like, the, the East Aurora is. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, so I'm pretty much crazy because for the last almost 10 years I've been heavily involved in Buffalo Beer Week and I've spread the insanity. That makes you crazy. for Scott's wife, yeah. with uh, Scott. And, uh, but the, the original idea I had was to open a brewery and then I got distracted for the last several years with Buffalo Beer Week, which ended up uh, resulting in the, the founding of the Buffalo Niagara Brewers Association, which was my idea. And uh, as a result of that being my idea, I became the president of it for a few years, which meant that I was working extremely long hours for no money, which was really a good idea. Yeah. And uh, my wife is very happy about that, by the way. <laughs> hey, and she's still there. She still is my wife, and I have two kids. And, That's why. Uh, and I love her very much for that. But there's, I'm also opening a brewery. Where? Over on Chandler Street. Yeah, I, I don't know if that'll ever fly at Chandler Street. I'm not sure about Chandler. that area. Also, also on, on What the Hops, we don't say Chandler Street. We don't Chandy say Land. Chandlerville. It is Chandyland. Chandyland. Because Chandlerville is a name that someone decided to pick on their own. They didn't bring it up to well, the city. my business partner goes into, like, conniptions when people say Chandlerville because... Good. I, I, I'm going into one right now. Like it's the Chandler <laughs> District. It's like, Chand- that's what I mean. You know what? Call it Blackrock. Call it what it is. Black yeah, I like calling it Blackrock. You know? But, but if you're going to call it Chandlerville, no. Fuck yeah, that. So. We're calling it Chandyland. <laughs> but, like, Mortalis... In case you want to talk about breweries in Avon, is you know they have obviously done a, a wonderful job of uh, building a brand and putting Avon on the map, which is like my my father's from Mount Morris, and I have two aunts that are in Avon. I have many cousins there. I spent a lot of time there as a kid, and it's still a little bit odd to me to think of Avon as a place that people flock to for beer because it just. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. It's not my vision of the place. But well, it's not just them. It's also been, other I've half not been too. to Mortellis. Well, Rising Storm actually is not too far away from them too, and Rising Storm's doing some really fun stuff as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're they're about ten minutes away, um, but a lot of people, unless they're familiar with the area, kind of miss them because they go Mortellis to other half and back home. So. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but one of the breweries that's going to be operating out of our facility is Three Sons Brewery. Yeah. which uh, has garnered quite a lot of uh, kudos uh, around the world. They're in, they're in Tokyo right now uh, visiting somebody that invited them there. Well, three, travel, son, three Sons down down in Florida, right? Yeah, Three Sons is in Dania Beach, Florida, which is just a little bit south of St. Fort Waterdale. Uh, but but the uh, Joe Artanis and his son Corey opened the brewery. Because they're and actually they're from, Buffalo. from Buffalo, right? Yeah, they grew yeah. up in Am. Joe, Joe is from. Joe has kind of a mixed background. He's from New York City and Puerto Rico, 
Uh, but Corey grew up in Buffalo and uh, in Amherst. And uh, so, but we're opening a brewery that's going to have multiple breweries operating in it, and that's the only name I'm going to be able to tell you right now. But, uh, it's probably going to be pretty fun, you know. It's going to be uh, fun and uh, and collaborative, and it's going to be a large facility. Then I take it. It's about a thirty thousand square foot facility. Now we're going to add to it. So. Do you have a timeline? Oh, we should be open by the fall. I, a month ago I said the summer, but now I'm saying the fall. The fall of? It's coming 2020. 20, 2020 or 2019? 2020. 2020. Fall, okay. It's already fall of 2019. No, I know. That's why I missed. That's uh, why. <laughs> Clarification. That just further proves the point that anybody that moves away from Buffalo always does come back. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you live. can say what you will about the weather, about the bills, about whatever. They go to Florida and they come crawling back. <laughs> Beer week. We're here. Launches tomorrow. What what events are you excited about? What events are you going to be attending? Maybe yourself. So the there's there are lots of great events for Buffalo Beer Week, but if you had to if you asked me to choose one, <laughs> I would choose the Buffalo Beer Week opening gala, yeah. which is the Guild Festival. It's the it's the it's the it's the event that the Buffalo Niagara Brewers Association. Uh, you know, really gets behind. It's it's our festival, and you know, we talked about. Which is that flying bison tomorrow? Talked about tomorrow from five to nine p.m. I know it sucks because everybody that's going to be listening to this, it's already going to pass. Yeah, it's going to pass. <laughs> well, no, but it's every year. So, yeah, like, if you so about next it, year, you've already it for as this you're year, listening this year, remember the, next the, year you got to go to this. The San Francisco Beer Week opening gala is my reference point. That's where I used to live. And they have a massive festival with, with like several hundred breweries, like probably like 150 breweries in the Bay Area, and they have that's that's where we're headed. And, and, and you know, and having a, a festival that is really the festival of the year. It's still you know relative to that idea. It's still relatively small, but that's that to me is like the that's the marquee event. But it's not because there's also several other events that are really cool, like the uh, the ballpark brewbash, which is also celebrating its 10th anniversary this year, and the uh, Borderland Festival, which is happening for the second time, which is not really a beer festival, but it's a music festival. It's bringing in people from all over the world, all over the country, to go to that event. Um, we have uh, a IPA Palooza, which is. Uh, the event that Pizza Planet's doing on Saturday uh, from noon to 5 p.m., which is hosting a lot of local breweries, making their best IPAs that are going to be featured uh, at that event. We have a dinner at Hotel Henry, which is a, 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 a nationally recognized architectural landmark, you know, the uh, Olmstead, Richardson Olmstead Complex. The old, uh, the old psych ward. The old psych ward, you know, it's like old home days for me. One of the events that I can't go to that I wish I could, and they've done it before, I think at Community Beer Works, which was the, and they're doing a pizza plant during beer week, which is the kind of drinking in the dark. Drinking in the dark, yeah, yeah on Wednesday night. Which is, you know, test your palate, test your That's a pretty cool event, uh, I agree, yeah. Yeah, so Joe Yeager from the Buffalo eight, Beer Geeks. Eight, yeah, the 18th, that. that is uh, Wednesday the 18th at 
pizza plant. Um, I, I'm not a, I'm not available that night. I wish I could go, but I plan um, to go there. Yeah. That that is an event that. That's a cool I'm, event. I'm glad they're repeating it. I believe the first one was at Community Beer Works. No, the first one was at Pizza Plant. The Pizza the Plant. I was there. Yeah. Oh, okay, they've done it three times. All right. Yeah. So oh, I think that Ethan time. Cox is behind it, but Joe, Ye- yeah. the guy that started it is named Joe Yeager, and he's one of the moderators of the Buffalo Beer Geeks, which is a Facebook yeah. group in Buffalo. That we've had, we've had Joe, we've group, had Joe on before with, uh, yeah, for the for the Resurgence Brew Geeks release, right? So Joe, Joe's, Joe's, uh, the Buffalo both, Beer Joe's been on the podcast. We have a beer yeah. bottle share on Monday, so I started that group in 2012 before the Buffalo Tiger Brews Association started, and I learned to have a place where all the bars could like publicize their events. That was the idea behind it. And it grew into having 5,000 members. So we're finally going to... Do you keep gonna... up with that? Do you keep up with the group? Like I, comments I, I, and the I, I discussions? Don't, I don't really spend a lot of time on the group, but yeah. I... I'm just re- curious what you think of it now, from where it where yeah. it became to where it is now. We're probably pushing 5,000 members. 5,000 members, yeah. yeah. I still consider it, like, my baby, even yeah. though I Paul Marco is my uh, co-conspirator on that. Love on that. Paul. And he, he's been the one that's been keeping the kind of the home fire burning there. Yeah. But I, as I kind of hopefully become less involved in the Buffalo Nugget Brewers Association, Buffalo Beer, Beer Geeks is, is something that I, is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. And that's the reason that I wanted to do the bottle share, because I finally wanted to have some events where people were getting together as opposed to like just posting all the time. So, so it's for charity. I know you can Kevin put out... Ga- Kevin uh, Guesthouse is the yeah, charity. Kevin Guesthouse. So you can, uh, you can put up 10 to $25. Is that correct? You know, to be honest with you, you can put in whatever you want to put in and come. Just bring some beer. And we, we're, we're, we're suggesting that you bring Shelton Brothers beer. Uh, but you can bring whatever you think is good and put in whatever you can afford and show up and have, have a good time on, on Monday at Beltline. Uh, which, by the way, is the original name for the brewery that we're opening called uh, Iron Belt Brewery. And my friend Pete, who owns Iron Be- who owns Beltline, got the trademark and we didn't. So, uh, ah, Pete, I still mix them up. I still call them, <laughs> you know, whatever. But he knows that story. So, uh, but it's a great name, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Why the Kevin Guest House? Is that special to you or special uh, Peter to Peter Brown, is the owner, uh, one of the owners of Beltline Brewing Company, is uh, is uh, you know a big supporter of Kevin Guest House, and he is uh, pretty close friends with the executive director of the Kevin Guest House. Awesome. It was his it was his idea to, to use that to, to work with that charity, which is uh, I think a great great choice. Yeah. So I'll be at the bash tomorrow. I don't I don't know about the brew bash quite yet, but um, there's so much to see, so much to do for Beer Week. It's, have well, there's another, there's one choices. more event I want to mention. Well, yeah, there's two absolutely. more events I want to mention. <laughs> so one of them is called the. It's well, I wanted to call it Funky Friday, but these days sour beer is not as widely loved as it is in my house. <laughs> but uh, so uh, some of the people who are involved in it, who are really good business people, said let's call it Funky Foodie Friday. But that event was inspired by. Sour Sunday, which is an event that's been going on for a really long time at Triple Rock Brewery in Berkeley. Uh, it's, a, it's a beer week event. And so Mike Chassel has been to that event. He knows about it. I know about it. And we want to turn that into a that event in the, in the, in the IPA Palooza as like really like cool, cool beer events that people expect every year. Like during beer week, we go to the gala. 
you go to the IPA Palooza, you go to the Brew Bash, you go to Borderland, you go to the Funky Friday event. And then we have, during the week, we have these things that change all the time. That's kind of like the way Beer Week is going. And then we have the happy ending, which is the last day of Beer Week, where breweries from around the area have brunches in their brewery. And so go have brunch and sleep it off and go back to work on Monday. Yeah, with, uh, with Borderland, it kind of throws a little bit of a wrench in that, but it's still... You know, yeah. I mean, I guess like if you go to, you go, you can always go to brunch. We, are, we, we have already. No, you haven't. <laughs> you just did, but I did. Now, now, me. Did you talk? Did you talk sticks, cigars, whiskey? I did not talk about the cigars, whiskey, and steak event at Rusty Nickel on the Wednesday night. And I also did not talk about the Buffalo Beer Goddesses event. Buffalo Beer Goddesses, 7th anniversary. All right, 7th anniversary Buffalo Beer Goddesses. Sorry, I ran into a whole. Anybody actually listening to this? You're fine. Yes, we we're gonna we're gonna chatting. cut it way we're down. Good. <laughs> That's gonna, gonna be necessary. I'm sure. <laughs> so you went through all the events. Are you going to do speech I, speech we, speech improvement uh, therapy on this? Willard pointed out the, the key events um, that hit, were his favorites and or what he's going to attend. So we did talk about a oh, bunch okay. of key events happening this and week. And there's a couple that that aren't featured events that sound amazing that I want to talk about too. One of them was already mentioned. Was it the uh, was it the drinking, drinking in the dark? In the dark? Yeah. yeah, it was the we, drinking we, in the dark. We, we talked about that a little bit. Um, nice. Event that I, I unfortunately can't attend, but um, I think it's a great event. I hope they continue it. I will be there. It's a cool idea. Third time. It's a cool idea. Yeah. So you that's actually, lot, I would say, a, a Buffalo Beer Geeks talk, event. A lot of people talk smack in this town of knowing their palates and knowing what they're doing. That's right. People don't know I love, shit. I love, <laughs> I, love, I love the idea of putting people to the test. But I want to provide a little historical perspective on drinking in the dark. So drinking in the dark, in actual fact, is, I'm sorry to say, it's derivative of, of another event that has been around Buffalo for a long time. No, it's not. And yes, it is. But So... Bill Metzger uh, used to do something like that every Sunday at the pizza plant. Really? And he used to do an event at, at Good Bar where the people would do the same thing. So this idea is a great idea, and the way they're doing it is different than the way it was done before. It's yeah. totally cool. I don't mean anything against it, but the, the, the people who kind of got Buffalo Beer Week going, Bill Metzger, Dan Syracuse, and Mike Chatzel, have been you know, kind of challenging palates for a long time. So I think it's great to see that that concept is is still there. Right. I just uh, bring it. I did. I did. I was there for the first one, yeah. and I have to admit that I kind of came close on a couple of beers, but not so much otherwise. Well, that's the thing, you know. As you know, we're bringing it back to the beer gate conversation. We're we're all a little, you know, we all need to to brush off our shoulders sometimes because we think we know our palates, but. They, they are not always true. So I, I'm, I'm very, I would love to hear the results of what happens, <laughs> even though I can't make the event myself. I mean, and, uh, I can tell you right now, my palate sucks, and I don't know anything about Depending beer, so. on where it's from. So I don't even know why I'm talking about beer right now. Like, if we're throwing off a heady topper, there's going to be people there who are like, I can tell a heady topper. Right. 
But but if they drink them five times a week, then sure. There's the people who are going to, if there's a treehouse, there are people that are going to treehouse. There are people that are going to, where if that's what's there, they're going to know it. You know what? I just want to get six different fucking other half beers and be like, all right, you tell me exactly which one these are. Wouldn't it be awesome, though, if there were all six, like, big ditch beers? (laughs) And people are like, which one of these? Yellow chroma. (laughs) But that's what I mean. Like, it's it's just, like, come on. (laughs) I'm I'm saying what I want for this drinking in the dark, and I hope Dan is listening. What I want is that... Dan, listen. Is that all the beers, the local and the not local, are all just local. And then people can start talking about how this one is awesome. This one is phenomenal. So you want to punk everybody. This one isn't one of the local ones. You want to fuck with everybody. This beer is phenomenal. And then, by the way, we switched your your normal coffee for decaf. (laughs) I know, but by saying six non local beers, I mean that can be across the but the whole yeah, point, local, the whole point right? behind it, though, is to say that people's perception of quality is colored by the marketing behind the beer. Absolutely. I know that Ethan Cox, like he says that all the time. That's his thing, and I don't disagree with it. Uh, but on one of our early episodes, we actually did that, where we had Elkaville. It was Elkaville's, I think, first hazy IPA. Yeah. Like their first New England, and we had a treehouse. Ellicottville, Ellicottville, and we had a we had a treehouse juice machine, right? Which was like at the time that we had it was going for like seventy five dollars a can, right? Right on the on the market, and like honestly, the Ellicottville tasted better, looked better than the juice machine. That was like a week old. You can't say that. But no. you know what I mean? So it's like people are nope. just like, you know what I mean? Like you're, so you're dropping $75 on this beer that tastes like something you can get in your backyard. Give me all of your business cards. Your beer podcast credentials just got revoked. You know what I mean? Like, but that's just, Every that's single one of them. But did we talk about Rusty Nickel, the beer, whiskey, steak, and cigars? We did not. I think the 18th is the steak, cigars, beer, and whiskey. Yep. On the Wednesday. That is uh, five, that is, five to eight. That is that Rusty Nickel. It would be great to get one of the Rusty Nickel guys over here talking about it, too. Yeah, well, why don't or, we? No, the Rusty Nickel one, the rusty nickel women. And then on the 19th at uh, Mr. Goodbar is the 7th annual Buffalo Beer Goddesses anniversary party. And that's for members and non-members. Although I've got to get out to one of their events one of these times. And and some good brewers in the group. Oh, it looks like Rusty Nickel is actually up at the shuffleboard table right now. Which you guys did the celebration beer. Yeah, we didn't talk too much about the celebration beer. So we know a bunch, what, nine, you said nine breweries went nine into breweries. it. Nine breweries. Though brewing a beer with nine breweries is a, t- a task and a half. I mean, as a brewery, you can admit, like... There's the logistical problems. Yeah. Listen, getting anybody... Could you do more than and you guys got the oatmeal cookie brown ale. Oatmeal cookie brown. We also have our Borderlands IPA flagship, the festival's namesake, will be served there. And the Borderland IPA, of course. And Day Trekker. 
Saturday too, like as in two days from now. This Saturday. No, next Saturday. Next Saturday is Borderlands. No, no, but I'm saying this upcoming Saturday, you guys have the Sour Saturday. Yes. Which I'm kind of excited for. We're excited for it, too. We're uh, featuring a few different breweries from around the community. Uh, We have Resurgence. Um, They're doing a little fruited sour. Um, What else do we have? Um, Pressure Drop has their cucumber sour. Uh, We got to do a little sneak peek of that today. I know. That's that's pretty exciting because they're releasing that on Saturday, too, and you guys have a keg of it. So is Resurgence. We're doing a double double release That's awesome. So do you have the pina colada from Resurgence? No. It's a different beer that they have haven't even found a name for it yet, so we're very That's excited for that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Because that pina colada that they're releasing on Saturday, too, is it's awesome. Yep. Like, they did it for their kegs and eggs, and that was by far one yeah. of the best beers on that kegs and eggs. It was so. my favorite of that day yeah. that they released, so. for sure. So I'm, I'm excited that they actually can. But you guys are releasing a couple. Well, you guys have Prowlers of the Hulk. So... Yes, we have a halt, halt on tap. We released, re-released it last weekend. Um, it's back on tap throughout the fall season. Which is exciting because that's actually, like, I mean, for one of the base sours in this city, it's one of the best ones that we can get. Hey, thanks. So anytime you guys, like, throw anything into it, I mean, it only accentuates what that sour really is. Plus, you guys are blending a couple of the barrel-aged ones, too, right? There'll be a, a couple barrel-aged. We have our, um, I think we're doing Elitaria, which is a uh, Flanders blend. We have a Belgian blonde, uh, Flanders red, and an Old Brun that we've uh, blended together along with some kind of chai spices. Then we're also going to have our Verboten, which is uh, a similar Flanders blend, but aged on black currants and red raspberries. So to me, it tastes like an alcoholic loganberry, which is so buffalo, like it hurts. Right. And it's awesome because like you guys are probably the only brewery that really has like a barrel program right now. We, we I mean, like, we Resurgence the, does a lot of barrel aging, but, we, like, you guys have, like... Yeah, we, 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 are, we are the first brewery in Buffalo to have a, a barrel room, barrel house. We have about 50 to 60 barrels at this point in our, in our inventory. Um, good mix of both sour beers and clean beers going. Um, and, and to your point earlier about halts, we do have a halt coming out in a couple of weeks uh, with donuts and cider. From, um, from Mayor Brothers, you know, another fall staple. So, uh, you know, look out for, you know, all donut and cider. That's going to be insane. That, that, we're really excited that about that. That is going to be insane. Uh, after Borderland Festival, we'll be going down to the Cider House, picking up a metric ton of donuts and cider <laughs> and infusing it into halt, and that'll be available. You're actually throwing in the donuts and cider? It's, yeah, a, it's legit, about, four legit, dozen, like, about four dozen donuts we're, we're into it. We're throwing dozens of donuts. Yeah. Gallons of cider. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. Unofficial name called Donut Cider. Get this to them. Or Halt Cider Donuts. I don't know what they're gonna go with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just be there waiting for that release, then, man. I'm just gonna. Make sure this one goes to Brian. 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 Brian
the one with uh, cranberries. Because I've got more. Inspired by, you know, of course, cranberry sauce. That's awesome, too. Little cranberry, a little orange in there. just do like a Bon Jovi microphone. CBW just did their Goza with cranberries. And that one was actually one of the best one of the best gozas that I've had like just the balance from like the, the cranberries and the orange that they put in it well just wait because ours will have a whole turkey in it <laughs> you know what give me give me some meat give me more meat beers. more meat halt more meat beers. Halt gravy halt gravy <laughs> yeah, halt gravy and stuff it'll be the next one Cheese. <laughs> Where's the beef on whack in there? Maybe a little. Some, some Josh, bring all Josh, of our turkey carcasses in. All your beers just taste like meat and gravy. Anyway. Cranberry yeah. sauce in a can. I have some friends that were in the service. I have some friends that were in the service in Germany, oh, yeah, and they swear the by. Um, no, you guys are bratwurst oh. <laughs> uh, marinated in. Uh, I forgot what the what the war is it Warham? It's not me. Oh, that's not me. I forgot what the what the Belgian style uh, brew was, but they swear it's a, as as German as it comes. Um, our, our, we just had our expansion. Our the, the GM of our expansion would like take we take our, our dragon ship IPA home. He'd take the hull home and come in the next day and like here I, I braised the sausage and this and it's like that's wildly like, delicious, delicious. Absolutely, I I buy that. Are those mics hooked up there? Every single microphone. Look at that board. All right, so we were joined by a few more people. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Joshua. You have no idea. I'm the man, the myth, the legend himself, Josh from West Shore. Hanging out here with a Mondo Estrada, a.k.a. Matt Gordon from 12 Gates. You guys the rap battle? Just dangling the breeze. It's a, it's a new way to podcast. West Shore versus 12 Gates rap battle about to go down. There's no way they're starting. I've never met 12 Gates and West Shore. Can we talk about the celebration I did? Because these are these are three breweries that all brewed the celebration I did. 12 Gates is on the list. I saw that. <laughs> It's coming, let's say that. We're going big or going home. Go big, go home. Yeah. How do we not call this a celebration? Like, who, who dropped the ball on that? <laughs> no, it's called the celebration. Okay. Well, because so the celebration. Well, the, the idea Sorry, was to come up with this, and the, um, the celebration kind of off the Sierra Nevada was just try to launch this style that's more like a Western New York IPA. Um, although, from the example. Make sure to pop your piece. From the examples that we've seen, they're some are very different in a good way. But we use, like us, for example, we used uh, grape grape uh, must in ours. We use local grape must in ours, so it's uh, we did a you know use the local hops, local malt, or local as in New York State, and then we uh, topped it off with about five gallons of for for a sixty gallon batch. So that's how we're out to be like ten percent ish of uh, local grapes. So it's kind of a you know wine beer hybrid, highlighting the region's flavors, the the the, the territoire of the, the area. <laughs> so I want to take a little pause. French Did we go through and say who we have on mics right now yet? Uh, we, we I already introduced Where were you? I went and got a beer. Do, do intros that we didn't do? Like, <laughs> all I know is that What the Hops sucks. 
without <laughs> Adam Kraft here. We are Where is Adam Kraft? We are the worst beer podcast no, 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 no. in this city. You guys are great when Adam Kraft is here. Adam, I love you, Adam, but you, but Adam barely talks. He was That's what makes him so great. <laughs> so, if Friday Beat knows that Adam is part of our podcast, he's also Josh's cousin. Personal. Well, he's my wife's cousin, and how but, do you say that? That doesn't sound like you're from the deep south. Sounds more like space Put it more in front of your mouth. <laughs> Come on, because I'm a performer. That's did, why I'm holding. Did Mr. It like Kennedy this. teach you anything or what? Come on, I should get one of those and we just hang it every time. I'm, I'm not talking about wrestling. You caught me like that at New York Beer Project, and all I did was talk about wrestling. So what I gotta do? I just gotta set it off in him. What's that? Are we talking now? Oh, I oh, do oh, it all. Like Ricky the Steamboat Dragon. This turns into a wrestling podcast. Don't poke, don't poke the bear. Don't poke the only wrestling that matters. Dude, Jake the Snake's like going to be here at a comic store. Don't worry. Don't worry. Is it really? jo- Josh and I are going to start a wrestling podcast. No, we got to stop this. Are all these conversations on the same podcast like right now? Like, are people all it's all going to just be a mismatch. We've got three conversations going on on the same podcast. We're good. You're good? Okay. Your hat's awesome. Oh, thank you. I got a nap about my wine tasting nap. Carl and I were on What the Hops, and we made 55 Letter Kenny jokes in oh, yeah. one podcast. Huh? So we got to no, be 55? Nice. Fucking figure I mean, it out. Can you go wrong with a Letter Kenny joke? <laughs> There's a lot of letters. Let that marinate, Josh. I mean, it sounds pretty Templar right there. Josh, that Josh, did a, Josh did a great job on getting a lot of them in there. Yeah, I got no life. Buffalo I just watched a lot of Letter Kenny. Dropping Buffalo when I can't sleep. Let's do this. We are pretty cool. Testing, can you hear me? This is the first time in my life I've been cool. Let's see if I can hear you. Matthew Matuszewski, head brewer of 42 North Brewing Company. Brian Max is a brewer of 42 North Brewing Company. Hannah Trujillo. Um, Think about it. Uh, production manager Maybe. slash anything else at 42 North Brewing Company. <laughs> and thanks for having us, by the way. This is this is really fun. And I'm Brian from What the Hops. Savannah from What the Hops and Lady of the Hops. I'm Brian from Buffalo Beer Reviews. And before we go any further... I really, really wish that you guys had uh, canned Sex Panther back in the day. <laughs> Who are you looking at? You looking at me or him? Was was twelve gates? Tw- no, it was twelve gates and Woodcock. Yeah, and Woodcock. I was a part of both sides. Now. I was like, God, <laughs> the wrong number. Yeah, there were a couple of mats involved. Yeah. <laughs> wrong number, dude. Sixty percent of the time it works. It was mat every time. That's my bad, but. My sentiment stands. Yeah, that was my boss, Redpath, and ex head scorer of 12 Gates. Yeah, Scott Schuler. I also really miss Scott tonight. Yeah, where was Scott? He had no I miss Scott a lot. We could pour one out Scott's to Scott. That's the better, yes. I just want to give him a big hug. Seriously. Go ahead. Yes, Josh. Well, you can hear me all over this because I got the biggest mouth in this whole group. The man, the myth, the legend himself. Josh Dizan, owner, brewer. Jan- so he says the D. He's an apparently sewage pumper of West Shore Brewing Company. All right. So, 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 so we, before before we before we hit you, Matt. Yes. 
We had we we had a discussion on how you pronounce Josh's last name. I didn't understand it when he said I've never it's heard it before. It's not Dzamba. He said Dzamba. Dzamba. There's the American way and the true Polish way. What's the Which Polish is Jamba. Give us the Polish way. Jamba. 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 You're not a drum dude. You're not a jambe. No, no, no. That is that is the actual the D because the DZ, DZ in, Pol- in Polish actually makes a J sound. But why don't you spell it correctly? That's how it's spelled correctly. Oh, okay. Um, but when my grandpa was in the military, it got shortened and it just became Dizamba, and that's how we've been ever since. Okay. We have a uh, uh, Polish in-laws, my sis- my wife's uh, family, and it's uh, Jay Z, which is like Jizzy, but it's Yaha. Yaha. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes no sense. Wait, it's just all. the letters Jay Z for the last Jay-Z. name, and it makes what noise? <laughs> Jay Z E R I O, but it's it's pronounced Yaha. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. A lot of the a lot of sleeves in Japan. I mean, we're going way off topic here, right? But uh, the last names Buffalo Bill. I'm, I'm sorry, Gordon. That you're from. So save that my family did one of the members of my family did one of those ancestry things, and when you trace it back, it's from a town that's D Z I A L in Poland, and everybody from that town had the D Z prefix in their last name, and that's where. This is Buffalo. This is like 75 percent of our population, and I live in Chicktawaga. <laughs> I know. So you gotta start saying Jamba, bro. I know. Feel like she just so made so nice. Feel free. There's a mic right there. Josh, you need to start selling Come on, Drew. You want to be? I have a bunch of flamingos at the brewery. I don't know what I'm doing. I like the way you think. All right. All right. About my sleeve. So, let's continue on. Yeah, we've got Matt Gordon from Twelve Gates Brewing. He's really sexy. I do what I can. He has the shortest sleeves of anyone here. What's that? Yes, I always cut my sleeves. sleeves. Just rocking that extra medium tank top. All my shirts. I love it, Scott. It's good shit right there. Going sleeveless. We got one more too. It's me. Is this my turn? Um, I'm uh, Drew Harden uh, with uh, Thin Man Brewing Company. So I'm a brewer over there. I make beer and stuff. Hey, how's it going? So this is like the most beer week. Thing that we have going on right now, I guess. Scott's right? double fisting mics right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can I say, from uh, strictly a consumer uh, end of the spectrum, that I totally appreciate all of the creativity and um, I think continued eye on innovation from our end. I really appreciate it. I just want to say thank you. I think a lot of other people would say thank you if they could see you guys, you know, eye to eye. Yeah, th- totally. Thank you for enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Good, good My looks. favorite part of the job is making people happy. It's one thing to have your friends and relatives and people say they enjoy your beers, <laughs> but it's a whole other thing to have people you don't know say, A rando? It's, it's, it's really a, a surreal thing to me. So yeah, yeah. That's why I do it. Yeah. A, because I like drinking good beer, and B, because I like being able to hopefully make other people happy and the flavors that we, yeah. we come up with. I get it. Is <laughs> there crying over here? So let's, let's talk beer week really quickly. Uh, there's obviously a million events happening. Some are featured. Yes. Some are featured. Hundred and twenty events. What events are you guys going to? What events are you looking forward to? 
we but yeah why don't we why don't we go kind of around a little bit and just like if you guys want to like highlight something just say hey yeah matt you got that well, even a pre-weekend to that, this weekend on um, Saturday the 14th, we have a Sour Saturday, and that is sort of um, developed into a Sour Saturday and Barrel Age Day at 42 North. So we're featuring other breweries in the area, not just Buffalo, all the way down to 5 and 20. Um, just um, some really cool projects that people may have not had on tap or in bottles in our in our tap room before. Yeah, where is that bottle? Dedicating an entire section of our tap room to those brewers. Which, if you haven't been to Paul? Five and Twenty yet, too, man, Five and Twenty is a fucking awesome ass brewery. I mean, he's, Five and Twenty, Paul watch out for, okay. for their, their bottle room. It is dangerous. I never leave without spending at least two hundred. I thought right? I thought our assistant brewer. We went there on a field trip. I thought he was about to like quit and go work there because of their their amazing hydroponic system. Did you guys expand recently? Yes, we also, 42 North just uh, expanded. We spent all summer building a, a new structure adjacent to our existing brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, we're turning it into our packaging center plus a couple Airbnbs and some additional offices that we are in much need of. Um, we started growing out of our, our current space. We have uh, a dedicated candy, candy line will be arriving in the next two to three weeks in pieces, but by November, cans will be coming directly packaged at 42 North. Awesome. Very so we'll be looking out for some, some sour yes. offerings and awesome. our traditional beers, but stuff's going to get kind of weird. We'll and also, fun stuff. also, everything like um, that everybody wants in cans that you can't usually get into the market, so like our halt who goes there. That raspberry, um, that raspberry. I'm loving the power stance going on over here. Hal. Yeah, you, this like, power like stance. You look like Gail from Letterkenny. I'm just trying to just get keep it rolling. The essence of her power coming through. Oh man, um, it's fantastic! You can With all of her action, but mostly power. <laughs> I'm trying to like get on your level. I'm standing up. I'm standing up. Or I'm trying to get it. on your level. Everybody, no, just no, give hand to the Drew. I believe the phrase is, "Don't come down our level. You're way above us." Head special bent special over. projects like that will have limited. Raise well, the posterior. <laughs> we'll be able to do limited, uh, limited cans in our tasting room of everything that we have to offer just through the tasting room. So we're very excited about that. Um, kind of just go through there. Go from there. Awesome. Thin man. First of all, you're like covered. You're like covered in blood. <laughs> uh, it's not blood. It's actually uh, fruit Shuffle puree. Hardcore. Yes, <laughs> it's full full of contact. Sticky boodle everywhere. Uh, I put the foil on, Coach. Yes, officer. Uh, <laughs> it's fu- it's fruit He's actually puree. back at work right now. Nice. Uh, he probably is, as a matter of fact. <laughs> it is a joke, but that might no, be true. No, there's a good chance. Uh, no, I actually fruited two batches, two ninety barrel fermenters uh, of Minky Boodle today with ra- uh, over two tons of raspberries. Uh, so I am covered in a little bit of raspberries. I see you. Oh my god, you look like you're covered in blood. I've I've already I've already washed myself uh, a couple it's times. Going on. Yes. It's still brewer clean though. Yes. Brewer clean. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> yep. 
Looks like his tattoos are ripped up. Yep. Always carry a knife and a flashlight. Drew fought Kool-Aid today. Yes. Always carry a knife and a flashlight. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I was at work. If you're going to carry a baseball bag, also carry a I was on the cameras. It's okay. Well, no. Some of it's actually boysenberry because there was actually another tank of boysenberry. So we're doing a collab with uh, Bellwoods up in Toronto. Uh, so we're doing a boysenberry fruited sour with them. So some of it is boysenberry. Uh, some of them is, or some of it is raspberries. So yes, a, l- a nice little berry blend, if you will. Is that is that for their uh, little festival they got at the end of the month? Uh, I know that we are having a <laughs> Bellwoods event <laughs> at Morpat. Little festival. Uh, so I know that Morpat is hosting an event. I believe the because what because Bellwoods does their what the witch fest or whatever it is. Yes, yeah. I believe that. I believe that's the name of it. I have not. I have not been. I think I think Thin Man's been a part of it. Last year, at least. I mean, we're good friends with those guys, hence we've got the collab rolling. Uh, and then I know there'll be a lot of really awesome offerings at the event at uh, Morpat. Yeah, because they're a part of Shelton, too. Yes. So. Yep. Yeah, we've got a lot of collabs that are coming up for the Shelton Festival. Obviously, that's not totally beer week, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that are, are running down the pipeline in the well, next well, few weeks. We talked earlier, this is like kind of like beer month, really, because yeah, like between, yeah. between beer week and then Shelton, like in two weeks, three weeks, like, like, sla- like you can't, you can't stop, man. Like, I mean, there's so much shit going on right now. Yeah, I mean, summers get really busy for festivals and things like that, and I think for brewers, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, it's, it's pretty much like like April like April and March April sometimes a little bit into May is kind of like the hardest because you want to get everything together and get set up and ready for like spring and summer beers and all the festivals and things that are going to happen and then like right at this time of year so you get into you know late August into September early October get a lot of the late beer festivals beer week you know things like that and there's just so much where everyone tries to cram it in before the weather in Buffalo gets really cold yeah, and any then, of the transition then, seasons. Yeah. Like, the spring to summer is a flip because you get out of those bigger beers into the light, fruity summer ones. Right. And now we're transitioning into the big, full-bodied fall towards the winter one. And it's a complete flip in the brewing schedule from, oh, yeah, I'm doing light browns and porters and blondes to hey man, oatmeal stouts. P- pumpkin beer October 1st. Pumpkin beer, or not, or pumpkin hey. beer August 1st. It's like, you know, it's can out you, there. You're out you, there early. But yeah. getting back and talking about, I'm going to bring it all back. Yeah, what, what talking about yeah, a Buffalo so IPA. Hey, shot, Chad. Because, like, as New England's have started to evolve and get, I mean, we've seen them. They've been getting hazier and well, hazier. We just, and we just had this. We just drank this. I this, mean, that's all right. This tastes like a New England. Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, it's really good. It doesn't look By like the way, a New England whatsoever. W- what are you drinking? Because It's clear. It's super, super not hazy at all. It's not supposed to be clear. Okay, it's I'll, not hazy oh, at all. Oh, it's clear as shit. Though. It's clear as shit. I know it's sad. So, well, do you want to know why, guys, everybody who's listening that likes hazy beer, gravity's a thing. <laughs> all beers eventually become... Yes. Clear. Yeah. Uh, the the big thing about that too is that like this has been the first time ever in my career, or I should say, a phase of my career. And it's not that I haven't heard it, but I'm actually finding brewers that complain. They're like, "Oh crap! Like the beer that we were making was not hazy enough." And it's like I've been around for a while, 
Um, but it's usually the problem is like, oh, the beer is really cloudy, or it looks like sludge, and it's like full of fruit, or it's yeah, full. Four or five years ago, yeah, it's full of fruit, and uh, you can't see beer. You just see fruit and shit. And if you couldn't like see sludge. through it, people wouldn't drink it. I mean, obviously, yeah, that's why. Josh, what is a buffalo IPA to you? Go ahead, Josh. As this green flag. I mean, we look at this market. Everything's becoming a little more New England inspired. Even our West Coasts are not like they were four or five years ago. I'm bringing that shit back. You're not seeing super dry 105 IBU where they're like bone dry, to. very resiny. If Carl was here, he'd slap you in the yeah, face right now. You're about to. <laughs> However, I view, I view a. Rusty Nickel just um, I view advanced. a Buffalo IPA as something that's New England inspired, but has a little bit of Western New York grit to it. New Amsterdam. But you know what I mean? Like these local hops, they have like a bite to them. They're a dank, they're a little citrusy, they're not floral, but they got some like grit to them. Well, you got that vertical vines head on right now. Yeah. I mean, New York Centennial is getting really, really good where it's got its like mosaicness in its dank. And it misses the floral, but it's got that like underlying like lemon lime citrus to it. It skips the floral ginny aspect of Cascade that can sometimes. Yeah, but they're just they're different, and you get these. You're getting flavors that you're not getting anywhere else, and that's actually that's kind of what I'm trying to do with Flyer is just bring these flavors to the forefront and actually get it in cans and get it out there. But I think I have something going on too for Beer Week. Has it been two hours of us going around the table? Tell us all about it, Matt. I don't know. There's Rhythm and Brews going on a Saturday at 12 Gates. It's going on, I think, the 21st, maybe. You guys are releasing uh, Resting Peach Face on Monday. Yes, we've got Resting Peach Face coming out on Monday in can. 16 ounces. It's 4.5%. It's one of those... It's, it says American Sour on there. It's not sour. It's more tart. It's very approachable. I, from everybody that's taste-tested it already, it appeals to the masses. It's not too sour. It's not not enough sour. It's not over-the-top peachy. It's not under-peachy. It's absolutely perfect. Yeah. To where it appeals to the masses, which is what we wanted. Well, I mean, hey, uh, Big Ditch just dropped their blonde peach... Last dr- week? I just finished it. Yep, just, just about a week ago. Yeah. So, I mean, this is peach season. Yep. In Everybody's got York, a peach beer right yeah. now. Yeah. So. Peach Fest just went on this past weekend, right? Yep. Yeah, out in Lewiston. Uh, we'll actually be up there hanging out with JP and uh, drinking whatever's left, of, whatever's left of millions of peaches. Millions yeah. of peaches. Where's JP yeah. tonight? We, we use a lot of peaches. I don't think I don't we used a million, though. No, not at all. I, mean, I didn't even count them, but I'm pre- it wasn't close I'm to gonna, a million. I'm going to call him out on that. Maybe a hundred pounds. Did you actually count the because, million peaches? Because, like, each you would peach have to get counted by hand. No, no, thing is, though, to, in order to call it millions, you have to have two million peaches. That's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple yeah. millions. Yeah. Like, there's only 974,000 peaches in this. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'll give you garbage. the million. It's not enough. But That's right. You know. so, I'm sorry, sir. You miscounted. We have to start again. <laughs> <laughs> Almost millions of peaches. <laughs> We're coming for you, JP. Now, how are they weighing it? We're talking about millions of ounces, millions of milliliters yeah. of peaches. Yeah. So, Matt, who won this tonight? 
Rusty Nichols. Rusty Nichols is taking this home. So 42 North has finally been dethroned. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was just excited that they didn't win again, frankly. I didn't care who won. <laughs> I heard they didn't try hard. Sorry, man. Shots fired. Yeah, Shots fired across the table. Listen, sorry. you guys are like the Yankees. And hey, the, we, didn't, uh, we didn't have our ringer. The, he has since left. So uh, right. Mario has now moved on. Yep. So, you it, know, it was, it, was a, it was a big hit to us. It was a big loss to our shuffleboard game. You know? Yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, you gotta like, hang uh, your head time, I guess. Year, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's good to have a new champion for the first time in a few years. Well, Rusty Nickel can hold their heads high and uh, try to come back next year and win it again. I'd like to point out all the South Towns, Rusty Nickel, 42 North. Like North Town's people, up your game, because uh, right here you heard it first. 2020, it's Steelbound. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like the South Towns have nothing better to do than just play <laughs> shuffleboard. <laughs> Yo, have you seen our shuffleboard table? It's not good. It is not. It's like like we just took some pallets and like polished them up real good, and there you go. I mean, who in the North CB- has one? CBW has a nice one. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, that's easily midtowns. That's midtowns. Oh, City folk. Man. I mean right? hey. City folk. Did, did they, they show up today? City folk, City yeah. folk have to set their game up. CBW man. didn't show up today. Yeah. That means that means we can talk about them. Yeah. Well, that they means, had that means they believe they had another event today. Ste- Steelbound, Steelbound might get the invite next year. Then, right? I mean, how does the invite oh. go too? Because now at this point, this man, is it right here. You might have to have like Steelbound if you're listening. Yeah. Like maybe next year yeah, there might be the, there has to be some qualifying matches. Next year there's three more breweries supposedly opening up. That's what I mean. Like we're yeah. at like we're at like we're we're at like what forty breweries right now? Thirty six. Yeah. Thirty eight. That's what I mean. By next year, we'll be at 40 or so. Like, come on. There's a play-in we might, game. We might have to have, like, a, a South qualifying there, and a North There qualifying. could be a regional, <laughs> yeah. uh, regional, like, turn regional uh, brackets. brackets. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Happen, man. <laughs> North <laughs> City. I mean, maybe maybe Froth wants to be in this. I don't know. Like, maybe. Like, who knows? It is open right now. Yeah. As, as long as we can finish it in four hours, I don't care who comes. <laughs> we did very well today. We're done by 9.30. I know. Well, this is fantastic. probably the earliest that you guys this year we actually right? This year, we actually enforced a time limit. <laughs> because yeah. uh, in previous years, the staff was like, we're closed already, and you guys are still playing. So, we had, <laughs> so it actually, that worked pretty well. You know, like, we got it all done. So it was a good time. Nobody has left yet, though. Everyone is still here. Now they now they seem to be hoisting the keg trophy. And I'm not uh, sure that, what they're doing. That's not the keg trophy. That's from Lily Bell. Oh yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's different. That's actually Joe Marshall. They're hoisting. Yeah, yeah. They're just lifting Joe. Is Joe? Now the trophy. We're gonna get right. him tattooed with Rusty Nickel. He belongs to them now. He doesn't know that. I am willing to sponsor my left arm. Anybody. <laughs> Anybody wants 12 gates, big ditch, 42, anyone wants. Sign us up. Sign us up for an elbow. All right. Right down here. I like the inside elbow, the tender meat. Valuable real estate. (laughs) So as we start Buffalo Beer Week, you guys are all pretty excited then, huh? In like we two Buffalo, hours. We start Buffalo Beer Month, which is called Two beer hours, month. Buffalo because, Beer Week starts. I feel like it started on the first with everybody's Oktoberfest and everything coming out like that. Yeah. Everybody's getting ramped up I, for the I parties. I feel like it started when Tim put his tuxedo on. That, that, that too. was nice. Like, that is the start of Beer Week. When he wakes up and goes, yep, yep, pulls the tuxedo time. out. It's time. He's ready to go. 
Like, this isn't over until Shelton's over, pretty much. Basically. Yeah, I feel like he yeah. should wear a tie that matches his uh, mustache. <laughs> he doesn't have one of those already? Not a straight down that. and not a bow tie. He's got to have, doesn't he have the socks? a mustache. Tie. Yeah. yeah. A bolo tie. <laughs> we can make it happen. We can, we can do that. Nice big flying buffalo Someone, right here. Someone's got to buy him one, man. Yeah. That's right. A Just big give it to X him. He'll probably wear it for then. Buffalo Beer Week yeah. 10. A big X for him. Next year is 11. XI, it doesn't work as well. Yeah. Well, he can find a little guy to, like, walk with him, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this guy's got I mean, one Tim. half of a bolo tie <laughs> standing next to Tim all night. Hey, sorry, man. You got to follow me around for Raise like your a hand, week, like, man. Man, you, you've got a business you've got to uphold. Do you have a tuxedo on hand? Oh, God, no. See? No. <laughs> I can't, I can't uh, match can't, up to Tim Herzog's. Tim, Tim Herzog. Herzog. his tuxedo nor his mustache He's skills. got a tuxedo on hand. Like, is that legitimately his, though? I don't know. It's gotta be. Oh, it's got to be. He had a tux. What about this? Do you have a like a, a best suit on hand? Do you have a top-notch suit? Not really. I mean, this is brewing. We're like, right? Oh, come you got to have a you suit. You got a cut-off suit like These you cut off jacket. the bottom. These are my best clothes. <laughs> <laughs> this is all I got. If it has sleeves, it's not it's, for you. Yeah, that's it's, right. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Is there a sleeveless suit we can get you in? Oh, there sure are sleeveless sure. suits. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I just wear vests. Just the vests. Just the vests. You yeah. just well, look to professional seen those, wrestling. Like, tuxedo t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. that would be perfect. Yeah. There you go. That's me all day long. <laughs> I get way too sweaty and hot. I can't handle long sleeves. I'm 100% on board. I'm on board with glitter beer. I'm on board with sleeveless tuxedos. I'm on board with all of those. Yes, this is buffalo beer, right? There. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But yeah, why don't we uh, why don't we wrap this all up? I guess because we've been here for I don't know, roughly three, four hours, three and a half hours, and uh, yeah. It's been a great event. Um, congrats to Rusty Nickel. For taking home the gold. Sorry, 42 North. Hey, hey man. <laughs> you guys can... Uh, it had to end eventually. We can't just keep going. Dynasties don't last forever. I want to say, I've actually never... Well, actually, listen. So the trophy that was made for this thing, um, Candace, one of our managers, made it, which was great. She spent a week on it. She worked really hard. She put all the many, many years on it. Mm-hmm. And the years go out to 2036, which means I'll be 60 by the time this thing is over. <laughs> so from my point of view, this is never going to end. I'm going to be an you old man. You better still be When I'm 60, I'm going to still be out here playing. You <laughs> I can barely stand, but I can throw a puck, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Well, thank you. This is a really nice event. Thanks, man. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Um, and Buffalo Beer Week is in full swing. Go and find all the events. All the breweries have something going on. Um, there's a couple of major events that we've talked about throughout the night. So, uh, yeah. Go check them out. Go uh, find us. And, uh, yeah. So, once again, thank you for listening. We are a member of the Hopped Up Network, and the What the Hops podcast is also a member of the Hopped Up Network. So, thank you for listening. Thanks to What the Hops and Buffalo Beer Reviews and all the people who sat down to talk to us 
about Buffalo Beer Week. We'll see you at one of the Buffalo Beer Week events or look forward to Buffalo Beer Week 2020 because we have a lot of ideas on how to make it better. I will talk to you on the next episode. And as always, we are going out with the Rearview Ramblers. You can't buy beer with condolences. My appreciation to them for letting me use the song. You can find them at rearviewramblers.com or anywhere fine music is being played. I will talk to you next time. Thank you.